Hi, good afternoon. This is the second episode of a short series that I'm doing regards to exam preparation. I'm targeting this series to any student of any age group and any type of major examination that um, if you're one of that person, I'm assuming that you are sitting for that exam perhaps within the next two to three months. All right. Um, and this series is especially for very, uh, you know, busy students who have to juggle their work. And now with the COVID pandemic, they are, you know, they are at home and they are always facing the computer and this new normal so this series is especially the first time i'm doing it during uh the covid generation i i have done this series before that was before the covid but now i'm taking into account that we are currently in the covid generation and i try to change the content as much as i can so uh without much ado my name is colin ong and i am uh have been a trainer uh, lecturer, uh, business teacher, English teacher for a number of years. So, um, I I teach students of different backgrounds and uh, a very big variety of subjects. I'm also a writer. And what I'd like to talk to you today in episode 2 is about understanding what is required of you during the exam. I, I have people who have sat for multiple uh, business exams. Uh, they tell me that, well, in a business exam, you normally have a case study where they give you uh, a passage and then um, they expect you to apply that passage to the syllabus. And I, I said, well, that's good, but that is not, um, that's not totally um, totally enough to get a very good grade for your exam because uh, how long is the passage? Is the passage full of numerical uh, uh, figures that you are expected to calculate? Um, if Is there a proper way of doing calculation? I'm a business teacher for many years and I've seldom go, I've seldom seen um, uh, an exam where you have a passage without any calculation if there are numbers and um, do, does the examination board offer you marking rubrics so that's, that's what I mean by do you understand what's expected of you correct so I, I think it's important that before you embark on any exam you have to go through the exam requirement alright don't just apply for exam and then maybe two weeks before the exams because you are very busy with work then you start to you know go through some stuff from the internet no before you choose the subject find out what is required for you and whether or not you are allowed um, uh, how many times uh, are you offered this particular exam is it a standalone exam or not so um, it will be also good to know where uh, is, uh, where is it normally uh, 
you know, during exams, when do you normally have to go for exams? Of course, with COVID, with the pandemic, um, there's a possibility that you have to maybe do a project base or do it online. You know? So, so there's many, many ways of looking at it because maybe the, the previous exam papers that you see was pre-COVID. So now with uh, COVID, maybe there's a way where they change the format of how they set. Because when you're doing it at e-learning style, you know, it's, it's quite hard to actually write essays when you're doing uh, e-learning, using e-learning platform. All right. So that's what I mean by you have to understand what is required of you. So this particular podcast is what is the exam requirement and what do you need to bring during the exams? You know, are you, if it's a mathematical exams, what, uh, is there a particular calculator that you need to bring in? and uh, all that. So before you sit for exams, please go through the exam requirement and to understand fully what is expected of you. All right. So my name is Colin Ong and if you have any problems with your studies, you are welcome to email me colinongts at hotmail.com. Thank you very much.